Welcome back to Level Up with Lori, where I talk a little bit about life, a little bit about business, and every single thing in between, where I share strategy and where I hope to shift your perspective and the way that you show up in the world. Because at the end of the day, what I really truly believe the world needs more of is the magic that every single one of us has inside of us. So sit back, relax, enjoy the episode, and I will see you on the other side. Hey, 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 you guys, welcome back to Level Up with Lori and the very last episode of season four. Honestly, like season four feels like such a big step, but um, I thought I would end this season's episode with kind of the biggest lessons that I am taking from 2022, what I'm going to carry with me. This was a big year for me. And I was looking back the other day, like a couple of days ago. And I mean, for those of you that are watching this on YouTube, you can see that I'm recording this actually before Christmas. I'm wearing my Santa's favorite sweatshirt. But if you are listening to this on the podcast, it is December 22nd right now. Um, my house has been under the weather, um, to put it lightly, for the last couple of weeks, it's just been bouts of barfing and sickness and us sleeping on couches to make sure that the kids were okay. And honestly, today feels like that day where we're coming out of it and out of the haze. And it's also um, the kids' last day at school. Henry is still home with me here because he just still was a little bit ghost-like. And the other two little boys wanted to go to school because it was stuffy and PJ day. And I mean, who wants to miss that? But I also have a really fun announcement that I been prepping for for the last few weeks inside my world and if you know me you know keeping secrets is like really freaking hard so listen in at the end of this episode um and pay attention to my socials because I'll be like leaking it all over the place and it actually goes live on New Year's Eve and if you've been in my world for longer than a year you know I did something super duper similar last year and it was a big hit and so much fun. And yeah, so, okay, you guys, this was a really crazy year for me. Like I said, I was looking back at some of my goals, some of my intentions for 2022. And it's interesting because I didn't know what was coming in my world, right? Like I had no idea the changes that were going to play, take place, the changes that were ahead of me. And I mean, how could I have known, right? Um, how could I have known? And but you know, sometimes the best things come from those changes. And so um that's my very first thing that I'm taking into 2023 and that I'm thanking 2022 for because change can be good. And if you are anything like me, like I, I know that on the outside, I'm I do things on the fly, I'm constantly evolving, constantly growing constantly pushing myself in this business, but I'm still a human and I don't love change or the unexpected either. But there's something magical that happens when we stand in our power during the unexpected. And that's just a fancy way of when we tackle some change with intention. And a lot of the time what we have, like our natural instinct when it comes to change is just to like either turtle or make really quick decisions. And so this year I was really proud of myself when the changes happened with Stella and Dot that I've spoken very openly about. And I do have a couple podcast episodes this season recorded on it because I mean, how do you not, right? Like if I'm going to lead myself um, and many women through this, I want to help 
the rest of the world too. Um, my very first instinct was to make a jump, but I'm really proud of the way that I led myself through that transition because I didn't make quick decisions. I trusted my gut. And at the end of the day, I actually didn't take the most logical path. Um, I didn't go with a company that was offering me um, 50% commission or 45 50% commission, um, a leadership role right off the bat, like and guaranteed sales because of what I built in the last close to a decade. I chose a brand new company, a ground floor opportunity, which yes, it's frigging amazing to find a ground floor opportunity, but it's also incredibly scary in the beginning, right? And it also is an entirely different product that didn't necessarily come into play inside of my brand and with my current customer base. And so transitioning through that um, has been really interesting and really incredible. And it's really allowed me to shed what was no longer fitting inside of my life and my brand and my business and to just do something with everything that I've learned to date and um, to follow those instincts, if that makes sense. And so um, that's kind of leads me to number two, like when one door slams in your face, it's only because you're supposed to look for a window. And I think that this can come into play in so many areas of our lives, right? Like you could go, you could lose a really important relationship in your life. And that doesn't mean that relationships are over for you, right? It doesn't mean that there isn't a window or a hope. Whenever something isn't fitting in our lives anymore, it means that there's something better for us out there. It means that there's something um, that's a better fit because we do not stay the same as humans, not, not especially for those of us that push ourselves and challenge ourselves on a daily basis. Like we are evolving and what fit us yesterday isn't necessarily what's going to be the right size today. And we have to be open to those windows. And sometimes we have to seek out those windows, right? Look, actively look for them. Um, or we need to be open to them. Because a window can feel really, really scary in the beginning. And especially when you're starting from ground zero. Um, so number three was always follow your energy. So like I said, um, in the beginning, the most logical route was not the choice that I made. And I'm really proud of myself. And it feels weird to say that on my podcast episode, on this podcast, but I'm really proud of myself for not taking the most logical route because I am one of the most rational, logical people that you will ever meet, right? I took one of those Myers-Briggs personality tests in my 20s um, in one of the, in my marketing company that I worked for, they did them so that they could create, you know, smaller teams. It was a very small company. I think there's about 15 of us and they wanted to create about four teams inside of that. And so in order to do that, they wanted to figure out people's natural personality their leadership abilities, their the way that they thought, all those things, so that they could piece them together. And I literally got like Lori is the, like dependable, trustworthy. She will take the it, it. It said in no and not in these words. And again, this was like close to twenty years ago. Um, but it it basically said that like 
I wasn't necessarily an out of the box thinker. I wasn't necessarily going to be the most creative person, but I would be the most dependable person on your team. I would always get the job done, but I would likely take the path that has already been proven to be successful. Even if there's a riskier path over here with maybe greater results. So I was proud that I stepped outside of that comfort zone this year and I followed my energy and my intuition. And what's interesting is I spent a lot of time researching this alternate opportunity, talking to people, speaking with the company, but the, the opportunity that I jumped on, I didn't think twice about, I saw it and I jumped and then I let my energy and my excitement lead the way. And I think that's what brought other women into my world because they could see the spot, the fire and the spark that was ignited. And all of a sudden, like it was like this forest fire that we erupted together. And honestly, it's probably been to date, one of the best business decisions that I've ever made was to partner with this company and to start working with women that um, had a similar mindset to me, right? And that had those big goals, those big dreams and wanted to link arms and build to, together. Um, number four, this one's a little bit different and this one has to do with my coaching business, but um, it is been a wild couple of years and 2023 is going to look really different for me. And I've already started to put that into place and it feels really good what I'm stepping into. But number four is sometimes you need to do a lot of things so that you can decide what you truly want to do. So in my world, in my coaching world, what this looks like is for the last two years, I've really felt like I've been running. I and running in all the good ways. I'm really proud of what I built. I'm really excited about what I built. But 2023 is going to be about simplification. It's going to be about doubling down on what is working and perfecting what is working and taking what I've done to this point, shedding what, um, not to say it wasn't working, but shedding the excess and really zeroing in on what I desire to build. So it'll still look like workshops here and there, but behind the scenes for the last six to eight weeks, what I've been doing is revising, revamping, and perfecting the Level Up Academy. I have realized in the last six to six months to a year that this is my signature program. This is my life's work. However, up until this point, it's really been like a Netflix of network marketing, right? A lot of trainings and yes, they were subdivided into different topics and there was some like step-by-step -step guides inside there. But right now it's literally going to be the step-by-step -step guide. And it's going to roll out for everybody that joins moving forward forward, it's going to roll out like that. It's going to be a this, then this, then this, then this, then this with support and leadership along the way through calls, through coaching, through the community. And um, I've really been perfecting that. Um, and uh, if you're in the academy and you've been watching what's going on behind the scenes in the hub, you'll see that. Um, there's trainings that are being deleted from there. There's new trainings that are being added in there. There's current trainings that are being updated, like it is going to be magical and it is going to be the thing in 2023. But also the biggest piece of that puzzle for me is that I don't want to continue launch and launch and launch and launch and launch. I am going to um, be closing the doors to the academy and actually only opening them probably two times a year. 
I'm going to have a spring class of 2023 and a fall class of 2023. Um, and the reason for that is I want to go all in on the launches, but I also want to go all in on new enrollments. I want to be there to support women as they take the steps in the academy and make sure that they're utilizing that step-by-step -step guide on how to build a network marketing behind the scenes and um, answering all their questions, holding their hand, doing all those things. So that, um, but honestly, I really feel like I had to do all the things that I've done. And people always say this to me, Laura, you've got so much going on. I can barely follow it. How, like, how do I keep up? And the truth is, is I think that served me for the last few years, because if I tried to go at other people's paces, it really wouldn't have followed my own energy, right? Which goes back to number three. Um, number five, and this one's a really important one, you guys, and this is something that I really believe in wholeheartedly. I try to coach my clients on, but this is to know your priorities and always keep them at the forefront. And this is a personal one and also a business one. So from a personal standpoint, I think a lot of times we, there's so many things that I could talk about in this topic, but I think there's kind of this either or mentality for a lot of women and more specifically for a lot of moms, right? We're constantly plagued by mom guilt and we tell ourselves that things are either or. So I can't be present with my kids, but also go for big goals or I can't go for big goals while there's stuff going on with my family or um, I've got this going on. So this discussion, like we really need to zero in. And I really believe that we are in a position where we can have it all, right? Like I can be all in with my family and I can take a five minute break to have a conversation and it doesn't take away from that connection with my family. And I used to feel guilty for that. Like I couldn't coach women to that. I couldn't tell women that like, do I want you doing bedtime with your phone in your hand? No, I want you to build a business with boundaries and systems that allows you to step away and have like, and have boundaries that serve you in your life. But I also believe that one of the priorities that we need to set if we're truly building businesses is to make that business on our priority list. Um, and obviously family and friends and the people that you love should be on your priority list. You should be on your priority list, right? Taking care of ourselves. Um, and, you know, sometimes I hate the saying that when we take care of ourselves, we are taking care, like it allows us to take care of everybody else, but it's true. And I only hate it because I don't think that should be the only reason that we take care of ourselves, right? I am not only here to take care of myself so that I can serve other people and overflow onto other people, but it is a natural um, benefit to taking care of yourself and making yourself a priority is that you actually give yourself the capacity and the space to pour into things that you love and pour into the people that you love. And then in our businesses, I teach this inside of the, when I talk about your baseline activities, and that's like the minimum things that you need to do day in and day out to keep the lights on in your business. And then it's about knowing your priorities. What are the things that are the biggest priorities right now to move the needle forward? A lot of the times we're scrolling or we're brainstorming or we're doing all these things and we're calling that work and we're wondering why our business isn't growing in the way that we desire it to grow. And that's likely because you're not setting intentional priorities and really thinking about like, what is the thing that I need to get right done right now? And I think that that's why people think that I'm a superhuman.
And it's not because I'm doing all the things. It's because I know how to prioritize the things that need to get done. Um, and I don't have excuses around those things. I've had the flu and I've had a house full of the flu for the last two weeks. And I have still shown up and done my 12 days of training. I have still shown up for my team to create a boxing day event. I have still shown up inside of my own business and inside of the level of Academy to run the five days of giveaways and both. I am still showing up in the places where I have the biggest priorities and I know the biggest swing is. Okay, there are absolutely things that I'm letting fall to the wayside, but it's intentional with what I choose to show up for and what I'm allowing to go on the back burner. Um, number six, you never truly know what's around the corner. Life can change in an instant. Um, and I think that kind of goes without saying. Um, and I think it goes back to, you know, all of the changes that I had this year. But I also think that there's this really positive element inside of this too. I think sometimes when we think about big changes, we think about the bad things that could happen, right? But what if you never knew what could happen in your business if you just kept going? If today was the day that everything changed or if you just tried that one idea that felt like a crazy idea and that was the idea that was going to fly. Or if you just had followed up with that one person who'd been considering the business opportunity and that was the person who became your unicorn, right? Like we think, like, I just think we all, we often give up before it gets really, really good. But if you just keep going, you never know when everything is going to shift and explode. You never know, right? Okay. Okay. Number seven, the people and the experiences in your life are the most important and never lose sight of that. And that goes back to talking about your priorities, right? But here's the thing. Sometimes we need to release things in order to allow for our priorities to rise to the surface, right? Um, sometimes we, our kids don't have to go to all of the birthday parties. Sometimes there's going to be friends and family events that we skip or outings that we just don't prioritize in our lives. And we have become a yes society, right? We become this, like, we feel like we have to say yes to everything. We feel like we have to do everything. We feel like we have to be Instagram, living Instagram worthy lives. And that's just not the case. So and I just want you to lean back and enjoy the life that you're building along the way and in the pursuit of all those big goals, right? So if you haven't got the paycheck yet, if your business isn't where you want it to be, even if your day job, you haven't gotten the promotion yet, are you coming home every night and are you living your life with people that you love doing things that you love? A lot of the times, I think the being grateful for what we have I love that saying, being grateful for what you have makes everything that you have enough. And I think sometimes we're holding our breath, waiting for something to happen to, so that we can, we can um, enjoy it, but you should be enjoying it now. Um, content and community, uh, number eight, content and community are the foundation of your business. just need to scroll down on my thing so that I... Um, you guys, there is going to be nothing more important to building a business online than the content that you create and the community that you create. 
Um, and it doesn't, I, this could, this encompasses, encompasses all things. It encompasses Facebook groups, private Facebook groups, public Facebook groups, your public um, Facebook profile. This includes Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, Twitter, wherever you're showing your newsletter, wherever you're showing up, if you can connect with people, if you can build relationships and you can serve them content that serves them, that they desire to ingest and absorb and share with other people, that's when your business is going to explode. So you need to consider content creation to be an income producing activity. And a lot of the times it's an afterthought. It's something we're grabbing from somewhere. Um, one of the brand new courses that I have added into the academy is content creation. It was a piece of um, the social media course, but I split them up so that I could go deep and be more concise in both areas with the how-tos and all the things. So you're going to see that the content creation is going to have a course all its own. And I think it deserves that because, and it's actually coming before social media. And I also want you to figure out systems around building content so that it doesn't become a hamster wheel, right? Um, number nine, it takes time to build the systems, but it's always worth it. Um, this has been a really, really big one inside of my journey, right? I went from having an established multi six figure business with a company that I had been with for, I think almost nine years to starting from scratch with a company that was a ground floor opportunity that had literally just launched within the last two weeks in my country. That is very different. And yes, I'm taking my expertise and all my things, but I was like, holy moly, where do I even start? But it, I you don't have to do it all right away. You just want to kind of have an overview of where you want to go and what you want to build, and then you chip away at it. But I find that it takes longer to build systems. It takes longer to build habits and all those things, but it is always, always worth it because at the end of the day, if you can build those systems, even though it's taking you more time and maybe exponentially more time, um, they will start to run itself. It will start to compound and momentum will happen because you have built that system and you've created those resources. Um, this last one is really, really important. And um, number 10, be intentional with who you invite into your energy and into your worlds. And you guys, there is nothing more precious than our time and our energy. And if you're giving it to things and to people that suck it from your soul, then that's the kind of life that you're going to lead. And that's the kind of energy that you're going to bring to the people that you love, right? However, if you, you will find that when you start releasing people that are not like serving you and a life that isn't serving you and all those things, all of a sudden you're going to feel your own energy shift because of the energy that's around you. And maybe that's simply like, maybe I'm even more affected by that because I'm an empath, but this has been something that's really helpful to me. I let clients go that aren't a good fit, that don't feel good inside my world. I have let go of friendships that weren't serving me, that didn't feel good, that didn't fit in my world. I have let go of programs and workshops and mass. I haven't run, um, a paid mastermind, sorry, my phone. Oh, it's just the grocery store. I haven't run a paid mastermind in over a year now. I do see that that might be a piece of my 2023, but only because I had to shed doing it to start to revitalize it and see what it could be. 
Um, so you really need to be intentional um, with who you invite into your energy and into your worlds. There's nothing more important than that, right? Than your time and your energy and your space. And so wouldn't you rather give it to people that light you up rather than people that suck it out? And when you start to pay attention to this, you'll feel it. And it's not always going to be easy to release activities or people or circumstances that aren't serving you, but it will always be worth it. Um, I want to end this episode with the greatest, like the biggest thank you from the bottom of my heart. Honestly, this season four, this last year, this entire journey would not be possible without you. Every single person that listens, every single person that tells a friend to listen, every single leader who shares with her team, every single guest that has joined me on this podcast. I, I always say this, but I always know this to be true. This is only the beginning. Um, I see the podcast as being something that maybe shifts a little bit in 2023, but only to get better. And I'm always open to topics that you want want to chat about conversations behind the scenes, but thank you. Thank you for an incredible 2022. Thank you for being in my world in whatever way you're in my world. I am so incredibly grateful for you and I will see you next year. Many different people that like to consume content in different ways that if we can take the same piece of content and almost create five different things with it, um, we're really, you know, kind of giving, I call it in my world, giving your content wings. So like allowing it. Fly and bloom. <laughs> That's so cute. I love it. And it goes back to this whole thing of if you are finding your personal brand and your personal message, and it's something that you really get like lit by Mm -hmm. This content is going to be very easy for you to create. I promise you, if you listen mm -hmm. to this and thinking, I can never think of ideas, mm -hmm. you possibly have not actually found your true voice. That's you're trying to be somebody else. You're trying mm -hmm. to produce content that is what you think you should be posting about. But actually, when you find the thing that is truly, you know, what gets you out of bed in the morning, what excites you to post. And we all want you to have an amazing journey while you're building an online business. We want you to love this journey. When you have that thing that fires you up, you'll find this content flows out of you um, and you won't find it hard. I promise. Well, and like you said, when you're building that brand, it does not the like the legs of your brand do not have to be the products that you sell. Yeah. You can literally talk about anything that you care about. Yeah. And you want to talk about because truthfully, like you're a whole human and the products fit into your life in some way. And that will come out if you are sharing your life. Yeah. How do you feel about um, posting anything at all on the main feed on Instagram about your products or your business opportunity? I personally like to just sell in my stories, but I, I sell mm -hmm. every day. What do you think to that, Laurie? What would you advise anyone listening? I think for, I think it's a little bit different for a coach versus a network marketer, but yeah. I, I think that as network marketers, we need to be a little bit wary of putting any kind of head office graphics or um, products into our feed simply because of the negative connotation that surrounds network marketing. I think we have to connect with people and share our brand and, and our voice on our feed. And like you said, we sell in our stories. And we sell through just sh simply sharing, like if you share, share cleaning products then share yourself cleaning in your stories or 
taking your daily, drinking your daily smoothie, whatever that is. But um, I think what actually trips most people up is that they're trying to make the, the majority of their feed about their products. Yeah. And that's really challenging to do. It's boring, isn't it? As well? It <laughs> is. No one, like people will run the other way. And I know that because I love network marketing companies and brands and products, but I run the other way from those yeah. kinds of accounts. Yeah. Cause you know, those are the accounts that are in your DMS. Like, yeah. saying, Hey girl. <laughs> <laughs> hey babe. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, exactly. I had someone last week just asked me if I would post, um, post something on my personal profile of a product that I had never tried mm-hmm. and a human I had never spoken to. And I, you know, a couple minutes to educate her on, um, and that is the thing right now. And it drives me crazy because this whole, oh, let's go out and build our business through affiliate messaging. It -hmm. is a thing. And no, I would not do that. I've no, it, I my kind of rule of thumb. And what I teach my clients is if, if it gives you the no feeling that like, where it kind of makes you shrink into yourself, then likely that's your, that's your meter, like your, your warning that this isn't the right way to build your business. And everybody has a different, like kind of radar when it comes to that. And certain, I've always just followed my own and it's led me to build a business that actually feels good for me. So, right. This has been amazing, but I want to ask you another one last question, unless you've got anything to ask me, but I would love for you to give my audience any kind of final social media tips, like just generally any hacks, anything that like little tricks and tips that might be helpful. They might not have heard of. Oh, tough one. I think for me and with social media and what I kind of teach my clients, if you're struggling in the beginning, just build the habit of showing up. So show up. I've got a couple of tips actually for you. Show up like consistently until it feels like second nature and then start to integrate your products into your stories and, and start to like make, maybe make your content crisper or prettier or whatever. But if you can get like, just do it imperfectly in the beginning to build that habit. Um, that's really kind of helped me. And then my other one is to follow somebody that you love who's not in the same company as you. So someone who kind of shows up in a way that you could see yourself showing up, someone who creates posts that feel like, yeah, like I could, that sounds like something I would do, but make them in a different company so that you're, there's no replication or duplication or copying going on because the content they're creating, it's not, it has nothing to do with your, you know, your brand or your products, but you could see how you could make that your own. Oh, that's a good one. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I think it's our tendency to follow people in our own company. And then we feel like that's all we see. And we don't know how to be ourselves mm-hmm. because we're seeing, you know, a number of different people doing those products. If you follow people in other companies, you can be inspired and motivated and almost take their ideas and put your own swing on it. Yeah. It's a bit like coaching, isn't it? You just need that third party, completely impartial Mm -hmm. view Mm -hmm. of what you're doing. Because we do get, you know, in the box, box, the blinkers are on. Yeah. Sometimes we have to, you know, stay in our own lane and almost tune out the people doing similar things Mm -hmm. because it can paralyze you in some ways. Amazing. Oh. Yeah. How about you? Any last uh, minute tips, either email marketing or social media? Um, I think what you just said was so right. I don't want to kind of just copy what you said, but the consistency thing from 
it's so important for so many ways, for so many reasons, not just like the algorithm thing, but the what it shows as you as a person. You know, if you are trying to attract people to your business, you need to be that leader. You need to have that consistency. I, you know, I've looked at people before and I have said no to investing in coaching with them purely because they did not show up for a while. And I was like, mm -mm. I cannot rely on these people. So this, like the actions that you take on social media completely reflect the way that you are being perceived as a businesswoman, as a leader. And I think that is like, I think people don't really realize that. It's not just mm -hmm. about consistency for your own good habits, consistency for the algorithm. It is about how that projects. and Perception. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I think don't, don't ever underestimate the value of your own words and your own thoughts, because sometimes the things that get the most traction in my stories are just random thoughts that I have on one evening and I decide to share. Yeah. Be edgy. That's another thing. <laughs> put it out there. If you think something, yeah. put it out there. A, even if it's polarizing, you're still going to get traction yeah. and conversations are going to be sparked especially if it's polarizing. Yeah, I could not agree more. Amazing. <laughs> thank you so much. Oh, thank you, Laurie. That was awesome. I know, agreed.